It is the radio segment that's more mysterious than LeBron James' hairline. Laser Stories, the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser, and those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of Bel Air, Maryland. There's a 19-year-old guy named Nathan Newell, and he works as a bank teller at a local credit union. Well, he was working last Monday when a 78-year-old guy came in and made a big cash withdrawal. In fact... It was so big, Nathan decided to remember the guy's home address, and that night he went to his house, forced his way inside, then attacked the old man and robbed him of all of his cash. (laughs) Oh my God! Going the extra mile for his customers. Wow, just like when you get a lollipop afterwards. (laughs) Nathan finally ran off when the guy's 57-year-old stepdaughter pulled a gun and threatened to call the cops. The police were able to put the pieces together, and they arrested Nathan at the bank two days later. He told authorities he did it because he was tired of working long hours at two jobs and really just wanted to buy a boat. You know, what? I get it. I've been there. He's been charged with robbery, burglary, assault, and home invasion. Probably yeah, no, no boat. boat, too. That sucks. Aww. This next laser story is out of Bozeman, Montana. A driver in Bozeman smashed his car into a fire hydrant earlier this month and then fled the scene. Mm. But before they left, they didn't want to leave any evidence behind from the crash, so they took the fire hydrant with them. Oh. Just- what? <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, I don't know. I mean, if you don't want to leave evidence, at least you're covering everything. <laughs> Just one problem. When they fled, they accidentally left their bumper behind. So they ah. grabbed the fire hydrant. Oh. Dang it, it's always that left behind bumper. Probably water gushing everywhere. Yeah. Nope, there's no fire hydrant here. I don't know what you're talking about. But they left. This is a natural geyser yeah. in the middle of the street. They left their bumper there. Police say, quote, most every vehicle part has a number stamped onto it somewhere, and we were able to get the replacement part of the bumper itself. Oh. And the light that came out of it. It turns out fire hydrants are very expensive, so authorities are eager to recover it. And now they're tracking down someone who drives either a 2011 or 2012 Dodge Nitro. Yeah, man. I don't even know what that is. No wonder you're ripping it up and running into fire hydrants. You're driving a nitro. So if you know somebody who owns that model of vehicle that's missing a front bumper and has a new fire hydrant in their house, that might be the person. Call the police. This next laser story is out of Fort Pierce, Florida. Last Friday, police pulled over a vehicle driven by 37-year-old Joseph Zach, and he failed to stop after he failed to stop at a stop sign. Mm. <clears throat> but while he was still in motion, an officer spotted Zach making secretive movements, leaning over towards the center console as if he was trying to discard an item out the passenger window. Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. When Zach finally stopped the car, an officer approached the vehicle and saw Zach trying to conceal an open can of Budweiser underneath his jacket. Ooh. Yeah, that's illegal. Out of all the places you're going to put it underneath your jacket? Yeah. <laughs> a beer pocket? Yeah, uh, like a glove box, anything. Like. Search of the car turned up a glass crack pipe and oh. a clear baggie with a whitish residue that tested positive for crack cocaine. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say driving with Budweiser is basically driving and drinking water, but yeah. I think yeah. the crack makes it worse. You took, like, crack a beer a little too seriously. When the officer questioned Zach about the drugs, he denied ownership and claimed, quote, the wind must have blown the bag of cocaine into my car through the side window or something. It's happened to all of us. So, I hear rain's crack. Mm-hmm. I know. I Zach was arrested on multiple charges, including drug possession and resisting arrest. No word on if police will charge the wind as an accomplice, but we'll see. This next laser story is out of Canada. There's a guy named Cody Bonderchuk who lives in Edmonton, Alberta, and he worked at a McDonald's for about two and a half years. 
And the other day, Cody revealed in a tweet that he secretly snuck 11 chicken nuggets into almost every single 10-piece box he made while working at the fast food chain. What an angel! Bonus nugget. Dude, that is the best feeling when you get an extra nugget in your McNuggets. It's like, oh my god, lucky day. And he did that for thousands of people. Oh, that's sweetheart. The post quickly went viral, getting over a million likes and 80,000 retweets with people saluting his small act of rebellion. Mm -hmm. He even earned earned the nickname the Robin Hood of Nugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. One person tweeted, not all heroes wear capes, just name tags. <laughs> Another commenter said, is there, a salu- is there a statute of limitations on Grand Theft Nuggets? <clears throat> Cody explained that the McDonald's he worked at was mostly a drive through location, so he can't remember if any customers ever expressed thanks after finding an extra nugget in their order. Oh, they did. I'm sure they did, yeah, at home, by yeah. themselves. <laughs> Crying. Cody says he didn't act alone either. He says, quote, it was something that a lot of my coworkers did as well. Apparently, he and his coworkers were never caught giving people <laughs> an extra nugget. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's so, like embezzling that, a lot of money, yeah. And that manager was doing a horrible job with inventory. <laughs> right? 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 Like, <laughs> So thank you, Cody. Even though you're Canadian, you are a true American hero. We salute you. This next laser story is out of West Virginia. A 25-year-old guy named Gregory Rary was at his home with his family last week when an argument broke out and police were called. Mm. Apparently, Gregory was irate because his family said that they were not going to support him entering America's Got Talent. <laughs> oh. Yep. oh, no. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, at least somebody's family is finally honest with yeah. them. Like, they probably are just trying to prevent him from making a fool out of himself. They're like, dude, you're not talented. You can't sing. Yeah, I mean, Stop it. you it's have other strengths, Cody. been his dream to appear on the TV show since he was a teenager, and he wanted his family to pay for his flights to Los Angeles for our auditions and the fees for comp- uh, for oh. the competition, but oh, they refused. Yeah, and that's why they're saying no. So, I thought that they were giving him emotional support. Yeah, it's like, no, we're both. not going to fund yeah. that. Gregory got upset and punched his brother in the face over it. Kapooyah! Kapooyah! Wow. His brother retaliated by putting him into a chokehold and wrestled him to the ground. Classic brother. It sounds <clears throat> like they've really grown up a lot. <laughs> Gregory tried to force his way out of the hold and bit his brother multiple times before he eventually passed out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> After the cops arrived, Gregory told officers that he would kill his brother and slit his throat if he filed charges. Oh, is that his talent? Like, what yeah, because that would automatically eliminate his chances for America's Got Talent. I guess oh, you can't have yeah. any charges. And That's whatever true. happened to just like, I'm going to tell mom instead of I'll slit your throat. Like that. <laughs> yeah. so, I will end you. Gregory was arrested and charged with domestic violence and aggravated menacing. Ooh. But maybe that's his talent. We don't know. We don't know what his talent was. It didn't say. Hey, but you know what's a good backstory for America's Got Talent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they totally the put that him on. This next laser story is out of the storage locker for health and happiness. According to a new study, one of the keys to sustaining your mental health is listening to music on a regular basis. Researchers at the British Academy of Sound Therapy determined you should listen to at least 78 minutes of music every day. Mm. Wow. Well, working at a radio station, we get a lot more than 78 Yeah, minutes. but it's horrible music. That's true. It doesn't help. <laughs> That's true. It's not soothing. But you can't just listen to one specific type of music. They say there's actually a formula that you need. 14 minutes of uplifting music to feel happy. Okay. 16 minutes of calming music to feel relaxed. 15 minutes of motivating music to aid concentration. 
16 minutes of heartbreaking music to overcome sadness. What an emotional roller coaster. Well, Seriously. It is. They just turned music, listening to music into a job. Like we're timing all this? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And another 17 minutes of whatever you choose to help manage your anger and frustration. Okay. okay. We got a lot of issues, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Even though they recommend getting a full 78 mu minutes of music in, they say 11 minutes a day still has therapeutic benefits. And you can boost your happiness with just five minutes of music per day. Yeah, unless you have toddlers listen to their music for five minutes a day, yeah. and it may want to you don't make like you Baby smash Shark your will make you want to kill wall. somebody, for sure. So it's 14 minutes of uplifting music to feel happy, 16 minutes of calming music to feel relaxed, 15 minutes of motivating music to aid concentration, 16 minutes of heartbreaking music to overcome sadness, Jeez. and 17 of whatever you choose. If I'm you're doing that at the gym, you're going to be crying and laughing and <laughs> laying, on, <laughs> laying on a weight bench, just hey, relaxing. Yeah, leave him alone. That guy's going. Yeah, it is a roller coaster. So there you go. Somebody else who has a roller coaster of emotions is this guy. It's really just two. Happiness and then just tired and shame. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe, and that means that Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again, same time, on Friday.